got this, they got this mark. Good morning, good morning, and happy Sabbath, happy everybody. Sabbath. God is good, and he is truly worthy to be praised. It is indeed a blessing and an honor to be back in God's house again on this beautiful Sabbath morning. We truly serve an awesome God, honey. Amen. Amen. Has he been good to you? He's been so good to me. Amen. I just can't tell it all. <laughs> <laughs> we are so Amen. excited. It's so I know, right? It's a lot. <laughs> Uh, we're so excited and so thankful to be able to be back on this platform, amen, um, to be able to just uh, spend this time. We want to just say, go ahead and share this like, share the like button, send this across the world, mm -hmm. across the land. Let them know that we are here, that we're back um, live on this platform, exactly. amen. Uh, we want to welcome all of our um, family and friends that have been visiting with us that are been taking the time out to just show your love and support, we want to say welcome and thank you. Amen. <laughs> um, I just want to say happy Sabbath to Amen. everyone. I hope everyone had a pleasant week. Like I said, God was so good to me last week. So <laughs> I'm just so thankful to be here this Sabbath. I was just anxious for the Sabbath hours to start. I know. And I just thank God for the Sabbath. Um, I'm going to make uh, two announcements. Two announcements. Yeah, okay. Andre, okay. I think we're going to go with the first announcement by tomorrow. Okay. Um, Let's tomorrow. go with that one is our next session of our married couples date night. Mm -hmm. It starts at five o'clock. If you email me, my email is on the flyer there, but my email is fieldsmelody98 at gmail.com. We had fun the last time. Yes, we did. I heard people say that it caused them to talk a little bit after the session to, and to <laughs> kind of reflect over their mm -hmm. past. So come on and join us tomorrow. And then we're coming up on next week, I think it is, is that the last Sunday? Um, the last Sunday in the month, we have our um, group for 12 Steps to Success. Okay. And that's led out by our very own sister, Lakita. Hmm. And so that starts at five o'clock. And that one, it also has a um, Zoom link hmm. that we can, I guess we may have the. I don't think we have it on. If this I find yet. it, I'll put it in the chat on Facebook. Thank you. But we ex we expect or we would love to see you all. Come out and join us. We have fun. Amen. Talk about Thank some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure um, Elder Carroll will touch a little bit more about that. Exactly. Um, he, he's married to the wonderful exactly. Sister Lakita. So I'm sure he's yes. going to have some information for you as well as us um, mm -hmm. on this program in the next couple of weeks. Again, we are just so excited about the Sabbath. Um, and as mm -hmm. every week, you know how we do. Um, we encourage you to write down your prayer requests. Mm -hmm. um, we are still wanting you to email those prayer requests to us. Um, but if you're unable to email them, we encourage you to do write them down um, in the chat. Um, my wife will be able to write to them go down. Go over there now to write them down. Hey, Amen. Wonderful. Yeah. You're just so at it. You just <laughs> never stop. <laughs> <laughs> stay on the game all the time. And so we want you to um, write down those prayer requests. Um, let us know what you want us to pray for. We yes. believe that um, God is a very present help in a time of any storm um, that we ever experience. So go ahead and um, write those prayer requests down. Um, let people know that we're here. Share this like button. Mm -hmm. button. Um, go ahead and send it across the land. Let them know that we are here. Um, again, we want to thank you so much uh, for spending this time with us um, on Sabbath. Um, I know my wife is about to step away. She's giving, doing that hand thing. 
Amen. Love you, honey. Um, we want to uh, remind you that June the 6th, we'll be having our virtual camp meeting. Our virtual camp meeting, we want you to mark your calendars for that date. It will run from June 6th to June the 12th. Um, and so we want to encourage you to mark your calendars for that special um, 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 camp meeting, virtual camp meeting. On the 12th, um, there'll be a special um, concert. So we want you to stick by for that. There'll be some workshops from three to five. Um, and so we want you to be um, ready to just enjoy this time with the Lord from the week of June 6th through the June, through June um, 12th. Um, also, we want to just encourage all of our brothers, all of our men, all of our top family, actually, um, that we'll be at the church on the 23rd. Amen. We're trying to get the church together, cleaning up, moving some things around. So this is a call out, a shout out to all of our family. Um, to meet us at the church. We want to pull it together. We're getting ready to get back into our building. I know there's been a lot of talk, a lot of buzz. Some churches have already started. Some have already reopened. Amen. Um, and we're in that process. There are some things that we want to make sure that we have in place. Amen. We want to make sure that as you enter back into your space, into your church, um, that we have things in place, hand sanitizer, uh, make sure that the distance are measured off. We want to make sure that we have contact tracing. We want to make sure um, that everything is in place for when you come back, amen, um, that it will be a safe space, amen. Um, and so we'll tell you more about that. Um, we're looking at, a, uh, you know, we have some time to get those things in place, but on the 23rd, um, we want to encourage you to meet us at the church. We want to pull it together. Amen. Um, I know I missed it. I haven't listened. I have not preached from the church house yet. Come on. I'm tempted to just run up there, run up there right now. Amen. Uh, but we want to get back into our building. We want to be able to bless the name of the Lord. Um, we want to magnify his name in his sanctuary. So please, for those that are able, we want you to come out. We want to pull it together. There are some things that we need to, you know, deal with, and we need your hands. Many hands make work the work light. Amen. Um, also, just want to encourage you to be in prayerful um, of the decisions that we have on the table. Um, we want to make sure that everything that we do, all of our moves, all of our, all of our, um, you know, ideas, and all of our suggestions. Um, filter through the kingdom of God. We want to make sure that God is in the center of everything that we say and everything that we do. Um, so we ask that you will keep our church, keep your church, keep top um, in the forefront of our prayer time so that God will be blessed and his name will be glorified and we can get this message out to um, the community at large. Again, we wanna welcome you. We wanna thank you so much for spending this time with us today. Um, at this time, we're gonna turn it over to um, Elder Lee as he talked to us um, how we can better support this ministry and even to how to be a little bit more faithful. Amen, Elder Lee. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, just wanna mention or reiterate what Sister Fields mentioned about the 12 Steps to Success class. That's free to everyone. And that's gonna be May 23rd at 5 p.m. Central Time. We'll put the Zoom link out on the website, but also uh, when you see the email address, just email us that you would like to be invited to that. It's free for everyone. And it'll be a great addition to uh, your learning more about yourself and moving forward in life. Uh, for our stewardship nugget today, I want to remind you that stewardship 
we have the four T's of stewardship. There's time, talent, temple, and treasure. But those four items are not just about your time, talent, temple, and treasure itself. The whole point is to allow us to become more trusting and more dependent, and as the pastor said, more faithful to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So when Christ asks us to share our time with him, our talents with him to spread his work, our bodies to be glorified by him, as well as our treasure to be shared to spread the gospel message, it's not about those things specifically. It's about learning to depend and trust in him to depend upon his word and to trust mm -hmm. that the promises that he makes to us are true and to be expected to happen, just as he said. One of the things Christ promised us when he was ascending to heaven, he said he's going to come back again. And that when he comes back again, he's going to receive all those who have accepted him as Lord and Savior to live with him eternally in heaven and in the earth made new. It's only for those who have accepted Christ. We have to trust and believe in him, that he is truly who he says, the son of God, and that all of his promises are sure. So when you accept Christ into your life, you're saying to him, Lord, I depend on you. I believe that you're going to take care of me. I believe that you are, will heal me when I'm sick. I believe that you have my life in the palms of your hands. I believe that you will keep me from danger and temptation and harm. You're showing him that you love him enough to give your life to him. Friends, if you have not given your life to Christ, I invite you today to just let him know, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I trust in your holy word and I repent of my sins. Friend, if you do those things, I promise you, your life will never be the same. God will accept your, uh, he will accept your prayer. He will forgive you of your sins and then when he returns, which I believe will be very shortly, when he returns, he will take you and all who have accepted him to glory with him to live forever. It sounds very simple, but Christ is a man of his word. He is God and he cannot lie. So again, trust him. It's all about trust. Stewardship is all about trust and depending on him. Let him know that you trust and depend on him and he will come into your life and save you. Be blessed and have a blessed Sabbath day, remembering that stewardship is all about trust and dependence on God. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Elder, for um, departing those words of wisdom to us on how we can better be a support to this ministry. Um, again, we thank God for this platform. We thank God for allowing us to be here, to be able to share um, this message with you on this beautiful Sabbath day. Um, what we want to do, um, as my wife is still writing, we want to give her the time to go ahead and log those prayer requests in. So what we wanna do is do a little shift um, on, on today um, where we wanna go to our special music. And as we are being blessed by Sister Beverly, amen, um, we'll get those prayer requests in. And then after the special music, I'll take those prayers to the Lord and then we'll have our message for today.
Sister Beverly, for reminding us that God's eye is on the sparrow. And if his eyes are on the sparrow, then we know without a shadow of a doubt that he watches over us. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly, for that special um, um, word of meditation. Um, his eye is on the sparrow. Listen, family of God, these are some very um, trying times that we're in today. Um, a lot is going on in the land. A lot is happening in our country. There's a lot that is going on all over the place. Um, and so we want to take this opportunity to just spend with the Lord and just be, uh, just be able to call on, on him, to be able to just speak with him. Um, we thank God for uh, creating this platform of prayer um, where we're able to come to him. He is so holy and he is so awesome. Um, the fact that we're able to go to him and talk to him, it is a blessing. And we don't want to take anything for granted. And so today we want to lift up um, in a very special way, um, Sister Lynette, um, the Harris, um, the dancing family um, who wants prayer for um, her family as well as herself. We also want to pray for um, the Monroe family. Um, we want to pray for um, that she will uh, pray for herself, the Gilman, um, want to pray for the family, want to pray for her daughter, uh, Victoria Monroe, we want to pray for them, we want to pray for Sister Alvina, um, who wants prayer for individuals that she's been praying for and witnessing to, uh, we want to keep those individuals in prayer as well, uh, Sister Teresa Harris, we want to keep her in prayer for healing, we thank God that her um, for healing for her back, amen, um, that she is pain-free. Um, but we want to pray for the Bateman family, the Cole family, the Harris and the Bodie family. We want to continue to keep um, those families lifted up in prayer. We want to pray for O'Mill, um, who wants prayer for a spiritual revival in his life. And we want to ask that God will stop by and just um, rejuvenate this young man. We also want to lift up in a very special way um, the Lewis family, Sister Karen Lewis, Lewis, who wants prayer for her family. She wants them to overcome the world, amen, um, to receive a love um, of the truth and to have faith to live God's um, pleasing life, amen. And we also want to pray for the Lewis family. We'll pray for them to be enlightened and, re and, and, and revived by the Holy Spirit, to be forgiven of their sins and to walk by faith and not by sight. Um, I also want to add to this prayer list uh, my family, um, the Tabernacle of Praise, my immediate family, my wife and my children. I want to ask that God will continue to cover us 
to have his light shine down on us. I pray for wisdom. I pray for God's wisdom over my life. I pray for his direction. Um, I just ask that you will bow with me at this time as we approach God's throne. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our King, again, we are so thankful for everything from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, you are magnificent. We thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning, for starting us on our way. We thank you for our last night lying down. We thank you for covering us, your spirit that moved through our minds as we rest, your angels that stood by our bedside, oh God, our windows and our doors covering us and keeping us from all hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you, God, for that. We thank you for forgiveness of sin. And so we're asking now, oh God, that you will do just that, that you will forgive us of our sins that we have committed, be it known or unknown, that you will walk with us and help us to reflect you in everything we say and everything that we do. We pray, oh God, because there is no one else that we can call on. We can't call on Buddha for he doesn't exist. We can't call on Krishna because he doesn't exist either. There is no one that we can call on but you. And so, Father, we seek your face today. We invoke your presence right now to just shake up this service, those that are viewing online those that are viewing by way of Facebook or YouTube or whatever smartphone or iPhone or uh, uh, whatever device that they're using to tap into this message today, oh God, we're asking that you would individually, God, that you would touch them individually. And Father, so we come, Father, with bowed heads and humble hearts. Father, I'm just asking that you will honor these prayers in the name of Jesus. We lift up before you, Sister Lynette, in the name of Jesus, asking that you will cover her family, be with her father as she goes to and fro, as she travels up and down the dangerous highways and byways, that your Holy Spirit will cover her, that your angels will protect her. We pray for the Monroe family. We ask that you will cover Sister Gail right now, that you will allow your spirit right now to just illuminate her life, illuminate her circumstances, whatever it is that she's dealing with right now, Father, that you will allow your presence to be made known. We're asking that you will cover uh, the Gilman family. We ask that you will watch over uh, the Gilman family, the, her daughter, Victoria. Father, you know what she needs before she is even in need of it. So, Father, have your way. Do what you do, oh God. Throw your weight around if you have to. Nobody can stop you, God. Nobody can come up against you, God. Nobody can step to you, God. So we invite you now, oh God, to do what you do in her life. We ask that you will be with Alvina this morning, oh Lord. We ask that you will cover those individuals in the name of Jesus that she's been ministering to, that she's been sharing this gospel with, oh God. We're asking that you will cover her 
oh God, as she goes into the depths of the heart of the of, of different issues and different neighborhoods and different people, oh God, that she's coming in contact with, that you will set up a hedge of protection around her, keep her father from all hurt, harm, and danger. We want to bless your name for the Harris family. We thank you for Sister Teresa and the report of her being pain-free father. But we pray, oh God, that you will step in her situation now, that you will give her clarity going forward, Father God, decisions that need to be made, talks that needs to be done. We ask, oh God, that you will show yourself strong in her husband's life, oh God, Elder Paul, the first elder of this magnificent church. We're asking that you will touch his body right now, be with him with health issues right now, be with his leg this morning, oh God, be with Dad Harris right now, oh God. Let your presence be made known in the name of Jesus, that everywhere they go, whatever it is that they do, oh God, that your name will be glorified. We want to ask that you will cover the Bateman family right now. We ask him that you will cover the Cole family. Continue to be with them, oh God, as they still deal with the loss of loved one. We're asking that you will allow your presence to move mightily over their lives and over their circumstances. Be with the Bodie family, oh God. We're asking that you will cover and keep them right now, oh God. Let your name be proclaimed at the dinner table, at the breakfast table, oh God. Wherever they go, let your name be on their lips. We ask that you will be with Brother Emil, oh God, who wants prayer for spiritual revival in his life, God. We declare and we decree today, oh God, that you will do just that, that you will give him a revival, oh God, that you will revive his mental, you will revive his spiritual, that you will revive his social, his financial, that you will touch this young man in a way that he will know without a shadow of a doubt, oh God, that it was you and you alone. We're asking in the name of Jesus that you will cover the Lewis family. Father God, watch over the Lewis family who wants prayer for family to overcome this world in which we live in. Oh God, we're asking that you will help them to receive the love of the truth of God. We're asking that you will give them a clean bill of health that you will help them, oh God, to walk by faith and not by sight, to, to give them the enlightenment, a revival of your spirit, oh God, and forgive them even now, oh God, of sins that may have committed known as well as unknown. For Father, without you, we are hopelessly lost, but with you, God, we are more than conquerors. We thank you, Father, and we believe bless you this morning for being a prayer, a, a, a prayer answering God. Thank you for touching those individuals that have covered through their bout of the coronavirus. Thank you, Father, for healing. I pray for my family today, the tabernacle of praise. I pray for my top family this morning, all of my seniors.
seniors and all of my young adults, oh God, all of my youth and all of my children, I ask that you will cover them today. Father God, these are some difficult times. These are some strange times. These are some weird times. But Father, there is nothing strange about your touch. There is nothing weird about your movement. There is nothing abstract about the God that we serve. For you are the great I am, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So Father, have your way today. Cover my family, oh God. Be with my daughters and my sons. Watch over my grandson, oh God. Be with my wife in the name of Jesus. Father God, you know what she needs before she's even in need of it. So have your way, God. Do what you do, oh God. Show yourself strong. I thank you for a place to lay my head. I thank you for food on my table. I thank you, God, for clothes on my back, for just being able to come and be able to share with you, oh God. Thank you for giving us the ability to open up our mouths and to formulate words that we can communicate with you and that our communication, oh God, is not so off, off track um, that you don't understand. But God, you understand before we even formulate the words on our lips, oh God. You've already taken note um, of the thought that's in our minds. You've already taken note, oh God, uh, before we can formulate the words. You have already dealt with it. So we bless you today, oh God, for being an awesome God, for being the true God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching down on us today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being a very present help in the time of storm. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. Thank you, Father God, for sending your son to lay his life down that I may have life and have it more abundantly. So we bless you today, oh God. We give you praise and honor for just loving us the way that you do, for just giving us what we need. Even when we don't understand it, God, you still move forward. So we bless you today. We honor you today, oh God, and we thank you again for what you've done and what you are doing and what you are about to do in the lives of your children. Forgive us again of our sins. We do pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God all over this media platform say amen and amen again. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. He is truly an awesome God. Amen. Oh, I feel a praise break right there. Come on, somebody. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is an awesome, awesome God. Hallelujah. At this time, we do want to just go ahead and get into our message today. I am so excited. I am so thankful. And I am so honored to be able to come yet again on this platform to be able to share a word from the Lord.
I take nothing for granted. Understand me, people of God. I take nothing for granted, but in all things, I give thanks. I just have to go about it the way that I believe that God is leading me to go about it. I'm not trying to impress anyone. <clears throat> I am not trying to um, uh, uh, receive kudos, if you will. Um, I just simply want to be about my father's business. And I get it and I understand as the spirit of God moves that there are individuals, there are so many different teachings and so many different um, ideologies that are out there. Well, let me explain some to you, family of God. I am not in competition with nobody, no person, no individual. That is not the way I believe the spirit of God will have me to roll. Come on, somebody. I have to be about his business and his business alone. And I believe that if you are about his business, then you won't have time to be in my business. Come on, somebody. Or should I say business? Come on, somebody. Uh, and, and, and so I just have to go about it. See, see, I like to I like to set it up um, like I tell my daughters, you know, and, and, and I'm a believer in this that when I step into a room or when I meet individuals, I, I need to set the tone. In other words, I don't want anyone feeling like they can just step to me any kind of way they want to as a man of God. Come on, somebody. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take that mindset before I came into the church, and I don't have that mindset now. Amen. So if I didn't appreciate folk coming to me, and let me just put it with, you know, no one has stepped to me. Come on now. Uh, 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 but, 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 but the spirit is moving me to speak to somebody out there. Amen. There are things that the, that God will have you do that people just won't understand. Come on, Sam. Come on, come on. Uh, uh, there are some things and some situations that is just pertinent for you. I'm trying to help somebody today. Amen. Uh, we have to understand that everybody have an opinion. Everybody, see, if I listen to what folks said about me before I came into the church, I wouldn't be into the church because believe it or not, I had a lot of individuals that was wondering, well, what you doing that for? Come on, somebody. Well, why are you going to church on that day? Amen. If I listen to what people said about me, amen, then I wouldn't be in, in the church today. I have to be about my father's business and the road that I'm on, my wife used to tell me all the time that God have us on a different plan, amen? Some of, some of us on the two-year plan, some of us on the three-year plan, but I've come to realize that in my ministry, in the ministry that the Lord has placed on my life, amen, it's a different plan. I'm on a different, so don't try to match my plan with your plan because there is only one master plan and his name is Jesus. Come on, somebody. And he chooses the road, amen, that we travel. Sometimes we make choices. Sometimes we make decisions. Sometimes we do things. Sometimes we say things that, you know, and I, you know, I, I like to say, you know, we causing God to work hard. Amen. Because there are some things we know we should be doing and we're just not doing it. Amen. But I thank God that not only is he working hard, come on somebody, but he's also patient and that he's also loving and that he gives us time. Hallelujah. Praise. God, that he gives us time to get our act together. But guess what, everybody? 
Everything has a season. Everything has a one day. This thing will wrap up. Amen. So let's not take anything for granted. Let's not take the time that we have for granted. Oh, you know what? God is a loving God and he'll just give me another chance. One day there will be no more chances. One day there will be no more time. Time will be no more. Come on, somebody. So we want to make sure that we have our calling, that we make our calling and election sure that was a side note for somebody hallelujah praise god but today we just want to jump into um the book of second kings the book of second kings amen um this is a, a, a one of the old the old testaments we want to go old testament come on somebody uh, we want to go old testament to the book of second kings chapter four there it is on your screen second kings chapter four and i want to read that in your hearing right now second kings chapter four and we want to read verses one through seven father bless us as we enter into your word in jesus name amen here we go here we go a certain woman of the wives of the son of the prophets cried out to elisha saying your servant my husband is dead and you know that your servant feared the lord and the creditors is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, mind you. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then put it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who bought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Verse six says, now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go, sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. Today, I just want to talk to us on the subject or the title, you are blessed. Come on, let me hear you say it. Say it with me. You are blessed. See, that was just a few of you. That's a, that was just a few of you. Come on now, let's just, come on now. Don't worry, listen, don't worry about who's sitting to the left or to the right. I need you all in, come on, in, the, in, 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 in one big voice. Come on, say it with me. You are blessed. 
That's right. You're blessed. Amen. You are blessed because God said you are blessed. Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you have done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do in the lives of your children. As we spend this time together, God, show yourself strong. Speak to us through thy word, for thy word is truth. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen and amen again. That's right, family of God. You are blessed. I don't know about you, but I am so thankful of the fact that God has thought enough of me, amen, to place me in the context of this situation to be able to share with you that the fact that God has chosen every last one of us, he chose me to share this with you, that every last one of us, amen, have a special calling and a particular calling over our lives. And there are times, amen, there are times when things get a little crazy. There are times when things get a little weary. There are times when things get a little frustrated and you begin to ask the question, what is really going on? Why is it that I've been praying over this particular issue and it seemed like this issue just won't go away? I've called on God. I've sought his presence. I've attended every Bible study that I could think of. And it seems as if everything that I do, nothing is my, my situation. It seemed like it is as worse as it was before I started this journey. Elijah, this man of this, this here prophet, amen, who, who, who uh, picks up his, his mantle after the prophet Elijah, amen, uh, is, now, uh, uh, is, is, is now taking the lead and providing and, and doing miracles and, uh, uh, and, and, and leading, uh, speaking to prophets and showing the way in which we should go. Now God is resting on his shoulders. Now the spirit of God is moving over his life. Now this man of God is about his father's business. He's been taught by the best. He has forgotten about the rest. He's moving by faith and not by sight. He's putting all of his trust in God and not worrying about what's on the left or what's on the right. And Elijah has now performed miracles upon miracles. Chapter 3, we read there. We don't have to go there, but we read in chapter 3 where he saved the lives of these three kings, amen, who lives were really about to be taken out but as a result of the ministry of Elijah these three kings lives were saved and now we find ourselves here in chapter 4 where Elijah meets up with this woman uh, 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 this woman uh, or should I say this widow amen the Bible doesn't give her name the Bible doesn't talk about her, her, her no more than the fact that she is a widow I don't know how long she was married, but what we do know is that she was married and that her husband has passed away. Now, I love it because as I look at this, I'm trying to understand now, God, we see there's so much going on here that this young woman who is now has accumulated some debt 
uh, come on somebody, uh, 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 as a result of her husband's ministry, help me somebody, as a result of her being faithful to her husband. I don't know, maybe, maybe, just maybe uh, her husband attended the school of the prophet located somewhere in Huntsville, Alabama. I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe these were student loan debts. I, I, I don't know how or what it was, what these debts are connected to. It very well could be that, 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 that the family found themselves in debt as a result of Christian education. I, I, I don't know uh, what accumulated the debt. Uh, it very well could be uh, that ministry kept this young man moving from city to city and from state to state. And while now the, 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 um, the, um, the um, wife now uh, have to keep leaving her job. And, and now there is so much debt that they have accumulated to the point to where now the creditors are seeking to take her sons. I, I don't know where the debt came from. It could be that the debt came from the fact that the family took on children that didn't belong to them. Uh, now they're helping out community children. I, I don't know how the debt got there, but what we do know is that the debt was so overwhelming that the young woman had, all she had was a jar of oil to her name. Uh, amen. And you know, it's amazing to me uh, that, 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 that all she had was a jar of oil to her name didn't change the mind of the creditors. In other words, even though she had nothing, they were willing to take her two sons. In other words, you giving me something for this debt. And I thank God because the text goes on to say uh, that this certain woman of, of, of the wives, of the sons, of the prophets called out to Elijah. I thank God that the woman of God didn't become frustrated now that her husband is deceased. Now that her husband is gone and she have all of this debt that she has to deal with all by herself. I'm so thankful that she didn't forget about God because calling out to Elijah was as if she was calling out to God. And I thank God that Elijah was there to help this young woman through her situation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's why we have to be careful, my brothers and sisters. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. Help me, Lord. We have to be careful my brothers and sisters, when we find ourselves in these type of situation where it seemed like everything that I've tried to do, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I'm trying to support uh, uh, my children. I'm trying to help out my family. And it seemed like the more that I try to help them, the worse off my situation becomes. But in their situation gets a little bit better. And it seems as if everything that you're trying to do to help everybody else is just seem like it's taking a toll on you. But I'm so glad and so thankful today, family of God, that this young woman didn't forget her roots, that she didn't forget where help come from, that she called out to Elijah, the man of God, and she said, I am in need. They're coming to take my children. 
uh, uh, my husband is deceased. But I love what Elijah said. He said, Elijah, your servant, uh, uh, this, this woman said, your servant, uh, my husband, amen, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. So let's, let, so let's just pause right there, my brothers and sisters, if you will, because we have to understand that this woman is speaking from a place of the life that her husband lived. Amen. Come on, somebody. You see, you have to be careful about the life that you live because the life you live today could make or break somebody after you leave here. This young woman, all she had was the life and the faithfulness of her deceased husband. She didn't have a life of her own. She couldn't say I was faithful. She couldn't say that, that I did this. No, no, no. Her, 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 she, she based everything off of the fact that her husband, uh, your servant, was faithful to God. You see, your blessing, your faithfulness to God can have a profound effect on somebody else. You see, when you are not faithful to God yourself, you could be setting somebody else up for failure. Oh, you're not listening to me. You're not hearing me right now. Your faithfulness to God, your faithfulness in your tithe and your offering, your faithfulness in your attending worship, even though it's virtual. I know I like to be in the building too. I like to be in the midst of the crowd too. But the truth of the matter is, family of God, these aren't the times. Those aren't the times that we're in right now. We can't get back into the church right now. And so the situation and our circumstances mandate us to go about it this way. And because this is the platform that has been provided. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. Because this is the means in which I am to get my blessing. Then I must go about it this way somehow some way i gotta change my thinking somehow some way i have to shift gears because this is the platform from which it has been set up for me to get connected to my God. This young woman has found herself in a situation where now her husband is deceased and she's now depending on the life that he once lived to get her to her blessings. Oh yes, come on, help me now. Help me now. This young woman, she says, my, my husband, uh, uh, your, your servant, he's now dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And then now the creditors, they're coming. They want what belongs to them. And since I don't have what belongs to them, they're going to take what belongs to me. Come on, somebody. They're going to take my two sons. They want them to come and be their slaves. Ha! Oh, yes, you have to understand, my brothers and sisters. I just said it a moment ago. The life you live today, the faithfulness that you're living right now, or the lack thereof, you're setting somebody up. Help me, Holy Ghost. You have to be uh, mindful that although it gets rough, I must stay faithful. I must be trustworthy. Even though it gets harder, I don't understand um, why God has to allow so much stuff. Why hasn't he come already? I don't know. 
but I'm so glad that God has given me an opportunity to get to know him just a little bit better. And I pray that somebody somewhere under the sound of my voice will be able to grab hold of the fact that your life is meaningful, that your life is valuable, that your life is important. Come on, somebody. Why? Because you're blessed. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, you are. I know it gets rough sometimes. I know it seems like the world is weighing heavy on your shoulder and you can't make heads or tails out of what is going on around you. But I just stopped by here today to share with you that you are blessed just in case the troubles have gotten so overwhelming, just in case the problems have gotten so overwhelming, just in case the troubles have gotten so overwhelming overwhelming. Uh, I just want you to know today going forward that you are blessed. Oh, yes, you are. You're blessed because God sees everything that you are in need of. The text says uh, that Elijah was passing by, that the prophet came by. And the woman, this woman, uh, 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 this the son uh, 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 of the, this here woman uh, uh, that saw Elijah, and Elijah asked the question, "What, what is it? What is it that you need of me?" And the woman said, "I need you, Elijah." The woman said to her, "Let me just read it. What shall I do for you?" Tell me, what do you have in your house? Notice Elijah didn't even wait for a response. He didn't say, what do you want me to do? And then he goes on to say, what do you have in your house? Hallelujah. Uh, 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 you have to understand that sometimes, you know, the expression on the face speaks louder than words. In other words, when Elijah said, what is it that you will have for me to do? I can just imagine Elijah probably looked out. He's already heard. She's already testified that her husband is dead. She's already shared with him that he was a faithful man and he loved the Lord. And now as, and, and, and I can just imagine that in those times, hallelujah, that her, that her, uh, uh, her life, amen, stemmed from her husband's life. Come on, somebody. That her success uh, stemmed from her husband's success. Because during those times, women weren't viewed as somebody valuable. Women were off to the side. Women, their existence was, was, was a very minimum hallelujah and so now that this widow was by herself this woman was by herself Elijah said what do you want me to do you know what don't even answer that what do you have in your house what do you have in your house and I love what the woman said she said that your maid servant have nothing oh yes she said I have nothing but, hallelujah, she didn't stop there. I have nothing but a jar of oil. You see, we can't discredit our nothings. You see, a lot of times we go through life and we want God to show up in our lives. And what we fail to realize is just how blessed we are. We want God to show up in a mighty way. And what we have to understand is that God has already given you everything you need in order to be successful, in order to be an overcomer. What you have, no matter how great, no matter how small, no matter how in insignificant you think it may be, oh, 
oh Lord, thank you that what you have, God has already given it to you, be it an idea. Well, that idea that you have could be the idea that will plunge you into startism. Uh, the idea, it, it very well may be a dream. Well, that dream that you have may be the very dream that will place you in the position where you will become successful. The, the, your ideas, your dreams, the goals that you have. But what happens is we see them as nothing. I have nothing Oh, but these little jars, this insignificant oil that is sitting over in the corner, uh, this small amount of oil that, that is only enough for me to just you know, use for myself. And what we have to understand is, is that although it may be small, if we place it in the hands of God, that little will become much. Because Elijah, he tells the woman, he says, I need you to go and I need you to borrow vessels from everywhere. In other words, this isn't a time to be lazy. I thank God for this here message right here. Because what we have to understand, my brothers and sisters, is that although uh, Elijah, uh, although the woman couldn't see it, Elijah saw it. Although the woman couldn't understand it, uh, but Elijah understood it. Although the woman couldn't make heads or tails out of what Elijah wanted her to do uh, with all of these vessels, uh, I can just imagine that Elijah knew uh, exactly what was about to take place. So my brothers and sisters, what am I saying? We have to learn. Oh, there we go. We have to learn how to get out of the way of the Holy Spirit. We have to learn how to get out of the way of God because although you don't see it, God does. Hallelujah. We just have to learn to trust him when we can't trace him. We have to learn how to believe in him when believing seems unbelievable. Oh, we have to learn how to just give it all over to God. Elijah said, this isn't a time for you to be lazy. This isn't a time for you to be lackadaisical. This isn't a time for you to be half-stepping. I need you to go everywhere. I need you to ask everybody you can. This isn't a time to talk about, you know, I'm not a people person. You know, I don't like crowds. You know, I, I, I you know, uh, uh, no, 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 no. If you want what God has in store for you, then you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. You have to be willing to go where no man has ever gone. You have to be willing. Hallelujah. This woman went out and Elijah said, I need you to go everywhere. And this isn't a time for you to be lazy. This is a time for you to go everywhere. And I need you to go everywhere. And I need you to borrow vessels from all over your neighborhood, empty vessels at that, and then bring them back here. Gather them. Don't just gather one. That's what the text says. The text says, don't just gather a few of them. Oh, no, this isn't a time for you to just say, you know what, I'm just going to put 15 or 20 minutes in and then I'm going back home. No, no, this isn't a time for you to be lazy. This isn't a time for you uh, 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 to half step. But this is a time for you to go everywhere, get everything you can and bring it back here. 
And the Bible says, I love it. I love it. The Bible goes on to say that when uh, you have come in, I need you to shut the door. Shut the door, you and your son. Shut them behind you because what is about to take place here is only between you and God. Shut the door. Shut the door behind you. Shut the door. Get your sons in there. Shut it behind you. And then pour it into all these vessels and set aside the full ones. Now notice this. I remember when I used to read this here text or hear this message. I often thought that Elijah poured the oil. I often understood as I as, as individuals were telling the story, it made it seem like that it was Elijah that was off in the cut, that Elijah was back in the room pouring the oil, and the woman kept bringing jars in, and her sons kept bringing these vessels in, and it was Elijah that was in there pouring the oil. But the text says, come on, somebody, the text says. That the woman was in the room. Here it is right here in verse, in verse, in verse three, it says, then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, and do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. You have to understand that it was the woman, hallelujah, the blessings was flowing through the woman as she poured the oil into the vessels. The oil kept going. It wasn't the fact that Elijah was pouring the oil she was pouring the oil. The God was working through her, just like God wants to work through you, my brothers and sisters. God said, but I need you to come in. I need you to go out. I need you to do some things. It's not about me just showing up and you wake up one morning and all your troubles are gone. You wake up one morning and all your problems are gone. No, 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 no. You have to do something. You go gather the vessels. You go do that. You go knock on the doors and then you come back and then you shut the door behind you and then you pour the oil and the bible says that as long as the vessels kept going then the oil kept flowing as long as the vessels were available the oil kept going or oh, you missed your shout right there as long as the vessels kept coming the oil kept flowing as long as vessels were made available the bible says that the oil which represents the holy spirit help me somebody was what continued to flow we are the vessels. God said, you are a vessel, a chosen people, a royal priesthood. God said, as long as you make yourself available unto me, the oil of the spirit of God will continue to flow through you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. As long as you make yourself available for the power of God, then your blessings will show up. That's why I declare and decree today that you are a blessing. Why? Because you are a vessel. And as long as you let the spirit of God flow in you, amen, you will be able to be a blessing to the world, to the community, to this church, and everywhere you go. The Bible says, oh, thank you, God. The Bible says that as long as they continue to bring those vessels 
that the oil kept flowing. Verse five says, so she went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out and it continued to pour continued to pour until the woman said this is what she says here she said bring me another vessel hallelujah bring me some more vessels i got jars in the kitchen jars in the back room i got jars in the basement i got jars in the garage i got jars all over the place so bring me some more this oil just don't know how to stop there is no off button to this oil oh it's just flowing and flowing i got jars stacked up on my shelves and jars in my cupboard i got jars jars it's just jars everywhere and the bible says that she called out to her sons she said bring me another vessel bring me another vessel and the bible says and he said that there are no more there is not another vessel so then and only then did the oil cease from flowing oh yes oh yes hallelujah jars jars vessels everywhere vessels everywhere and the bible says that it was at that point when they ran out of vessels that they that the oil ceased to flow that's why I'm so thankful today as I wrap this thing up. Come on, somebody. That Elijah tells her now, and, no, and, and notice what she did. She, 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 didn't, she didn't take matters in her own hand. Now that she looked around and saw all of these jars, she didn't, she didn't say, you know what? I know what I could do now. I, I, I know what I need to do now. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. The Bible says, uh, oh, let me wrap it up right here because see, this is where a lot of us miss it. This is where a lot of us fall off. The Bible says in verse 7, oh, yes, it's says then she came and told the man of God and he said go ah you missed it you missed it right there the Bible says after all the vessels were full the oil stopped flowing she then said all right man of God what's the next move then she came and told the man of God and he said go Amen. She didn't go on her own. She didn't all of a sudden, like sometimes we do, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. You know how sometimes we do? We got to get us out there. God will give us a good idea. And then once we get the idea, we say, okay, God, I got it from here. No, 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 no. This young woman went back to the man of God and she asked the question, what's next? Because apparently this right here, it is so overwhelming. All these jars, I need to know from God the next move. And he says to her, go sell the oil, pay your debt and you and your sons live on the rest. You see, when we first started out this story, hallelujah, praise God. The story seemed like it had a very, a very sad uh, uh, outcome because these creditors, they were coming to take the sons. What once started out to be a very sad and bleak occasion has now turned out to be a moment of rejoicing. Why? Because now this woman understands now and she see now this widow sees the power of God. And I suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, that she recognize it already through the life of her deceased husband. She already knew uh, that God would take care of her. She already had it in her mind that God would be able to provide for her or else 
she wouldn't have called on Elijah. Or else she would have let Elijah just walk by. I want to submit right now, oh God, on this platform that we do likewise, that we don't discredit God. No matter how low our circumstances are, no matter how far it seems like the shores are, no matter how low it seems like we have become, that we never give up on God. Oh, if I could just talk to somebody today and let you know that you are blessed. You're blessed in the morning. You're blessed in the noonday. You're blessed everywhere you go. Why? Because God has already birthed in you. God has already given you everything you need to be successful. Some of us, we need to understand that some of us, if not most of us, understand that what we have already, if we would just put our feet to the plow, if we would just go ahead and step out the boat, come on, Peter, come a little closer. If we would just get out of the boat and trust God and be able to move and let God be God, then all of our dreams, then all of our aspirations, then all of our hopes will come to fruition. Why? Because God has already given you what you need. Oh, if we could just believe that this morning, family of God, I know it's hard. Oh, I don't want to stay there too much longer, but I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know it's, I, I know it's, I know it's seen like strange fire, but you have to understand that no weapons greater than that. No weapons <clears throat> formed against you shall prosper. That God has already given you everything that you need to be an overcomer. God said, all you have to do is speak to the mountain and the mountain shall move. God has already said, if you would just call on me. That's why he said, if my people who will humble themselves, seek my face, call on my name, then I from heaven will heal their land. That's why the Bible says, if you would just speak it, hallelujah, you have the power. You have it. Why? Because you're blessed. God ordained it that way. God created you this that way. Even Jesus, even Jesus, when he walked the dusty streets of Galilee, even when he was a babe in the manger. And once Jesus came into his purpose and understood uh, 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 the reason for him being, when Jesus began to walk into his calling, he understood that there was a blessing and a curse at the same time. Uh, we have to understand, my brothers and sisters, that God has already given you what you need. Jesus paid the price. Jesus said, I have opened the doors for you to come in. Whosoever will, let him come. You're blessed. Yes, you are. Are you blessed? You can smile through your storms. You can smile through your pain. Why? Because you're blessed. You are blessed, my brothers and sisters. You are blessed. God has favored you. He woke you up this morning, allowed you to come to this platform to hear this message, to let you know and to encourage you and to inspire you and to lift you up because somebody was about to throw in the towel. Somebody was ready to give up, but I want you to know today you're blessed. You're loved by God and that he sees everything that you're going through and he understands everything that is happening. So my brothers and sisters, don't give up on God because he cannot and shall not give up on you. You know, I wanna thank you for joining in with us and just by chance you wanna help support this ministry. You can go to our website. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Amen. Uh, you can view us right here at uh, Tabernacle uh, Top SDA 
uh, church at att.net. Um, you can come and you can visit us right here. Or if you want to help support this ministry, Andre, if you can throw our cash app sign back up there, I appreciate it. If you want to help support this ministry, amen, um, then you can um, you can go to our, our, our cash app. I'm having uh, tongue, tongue issue challenges this morning, amen. Uh, you can go to our cash app and you can um, visit us right there at cash app, uh, a dollar sign, should I say, a dollar sign, top giving, and you can give there. Amen. Um, you can support this ministry. Um, if you want to reach out to us again, you know, our website, please reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know what is going on in your world. Let us know how things are going. Let us know how you appreciate this platform. If the messages have been hitting home, if the message has been right down your alley, amen, please let us know that you are right there. If you need Bible studies, amen. If you just need a prayer from the pastor, amen. If you want us to reach out to you, let us know. There you have it right there. You can reach out to us. Um, we can. You want baptism, amen. Is right there. You can reach out to us at top SDA church at att.net. Um, we'll get back with you. Um, again, we want to thank you so much for spending this time with us. And we pray, as always, that something was said that would draw you closer to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, again, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come before you. As always, Father, we pray that heaven is rejoicing. Um, so continue to lead us and guide us touch lives everywhere. Forgive us again of our sins, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Happy Sabbath. And until then, keep the faith. <laughs>